At 37 years old, LeBron James is leading the league in scoring, but will he be at the top once the season ends? Plus, do the Lakers already have their eye on another coach next season? There is a lot to talk about tonight. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire world, Laker Dad. Dad, there's a lot to talk about. A lot of, you know, Laker news going on right now. But let's start with the biggest, I think. LeBron James, 37 years old, leading the league with 30 points per game. Yeah, Hannah, it's actually pretty exciting, to be honest with you. I mean, we have a three-way race here between Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant and LeBron James. I mean, it's pretty exciting. I I think, frankly, all three of them probably want to win, you know, the scoring title this year. Uh, and I wouldn't sell LeBron short. I think he's got a good chance. You know, he, he, he's on a team where he's got to score every night or the Lakers have no chance. Yeah, you know, this is pretty crazy. I mean, just putting aside the fact that he's 37 years old, he's playing in, at such a high caliber. I mean, it's just it's truly unbelievable. This would actually be if LeBron, of course, at the end of the season is still at the top of this uh, NBA scoring, then he would actually have won his first scoring title since 2007-2008. Obviously, as we all know, LeBron James, you know, does so many things besides just score the basketball. But this season, obviously, the Lakers have needed him to do that a little bit more because there have just been uh, no one who would knock down their shots consistently. So LeBron has really stepped up offensively. And, you know, Dad, I, I don't know if, if he's going to end the season being the number one scorer in the NBA, but it's just it's truly so remarkable that he's even at that place right now at 37 years old. Now, right now, Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant, like you mentioned, it is kind of a, a neck-and-neck race. Those two players are averaging 29.8 points. So if LeBron, you know, slips up a little bit and doesn't have a big scoring night, he could fall behind those two players. But, Dad, I don't know. LeBron just seems really determined to uh, be leading the league and scoring this season. You know, frankly, Hannah, just the idea that at age 37, LeBron is neck and neck with Kevin Durant and Joel Embiid. I mean, two much younger players and two prolific scorers. I mean, it's pretty impressive. I mean, two years ago when the Lakers won the title, LeBron James was the leading assist uh, uh, guy in the league. And now two years later, he's leading the league in scoring. It just shows you what a versatile game he's got and that he's kind of on top in all fields. Well, what it really shows you too is that LeBron is able to adapt to whatever his team needs. Back when he led the league in assists, it was because, you know, the Lakers needed him to be more of a playmaker. And this season, obviously, we need him to be more of a scorer. So listen, LeBron James cannot say enough about how amazing he has played this season. It truly is just such a treat to watch him, you know, night in and night out. But dad, I want to get to another story here today some kind of breaking news if you will see so yourself but I mean obviously as we all know uh Frank Vogel has been in the hot seat for the last couple seasons really but especially this season and news came out today that the Lakers actually have their eye on Quinn Schneider to potentially be replacing him next year now obviously this could just be a rumor but for there to actually be a a name in the mix right now makes it me believe that maybe it is actually true Yeah, Hannah, you know, uh, I think it's unlikely that uh, Frank Vogel is going to survive this season and come back to coach the Lakers next year. I mean, you never know for sure, but it just seems unlikely. I mean, it's been two terrible seasons in a row, and I'm, I'm not saying it's all his fault by no means. But, you know, this year in particular, he just couldn't connect with the team. They just weren't listening to him. They weren't buying in. It was pretty clear to me. Now, Quinn Snyder, 
you know, the Utah Jazz head coach is very well respected around the league. You know, some people may remember he was a Laker assistant coach for a season or two a few years ago before he joined Utah. But he's been very good with Utah. Now, Utah's never quite gotten over the hump, you know, but they've been a great regular season team. They win a lot of ball games. And, you know, Lakers could do a lot worse than Quinn Snyder. Yeah, I was going to ask you, I was actually going to uh, bring back the fact that Quinn Schneider was an assistant coach for the Lakers a couple years back. And I wanted to ask you, Dad, how you thought about this. I mean, listen, he's already got some affiliation with the franchise. He's done a good job in Utah. Like you said, you know, the Utah Jazz haven't won a title or anything. But, you know, they've definitely been a really good team the last few years since he's, you know, taken over as head coach. And I think regardless if Quinn Schneider takes over on next season or not, I think it's pretty apparent that Frank Vogel is definitely out. Uh, he, you know, he's struggled with this team the last couple seasons, especially this season. You can tell he's completely lost the team, like you said, Dad. I think, obviously, the big uh, decision maker here would be LeBron James. If LeBron James wants to keep Frank Vogel around, which from everything I've heard doesn't seem likely. And then, of course, whoever the Lakers do end up replacing him with, uh, of course, LeBron is going to have a huge say because that's going to be uh, his you know, final year under contract officially with the purple and gold. Yeah, Hannah, I think it's it's premature to start really talking about Quinn Snyder in concrete terms becoming the Laker coach. But it's an interesting possibility. It's an interesting name. And if there is a vacancy, I mean, obviously the Lakers have to take their time and consider who else is available, consider all the options. But again, if they ended up with Quinn Snyder, he's a pretty well-respected coach. Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, I would be happy to, to see Quinn Snyder come back and uh, coach the Purple and Gold. But at the end of the day... This is just a rumor, but I did find it a little bit interesting because we've obviously heard that Vogel's out and, you know, he's in the hot seat. But to actually have a, a specific name that's being tied to the Lakers, I think that was the most interesting uh, aspect in that story. Now, Dad, uh, kind of switching gears here a little bit, going back to last night's game and a player that is the newest purple and gold t- uh, teammate, DJ Augustine. Uh, you know, the Lakers signed him a few weeks back, did not think much about him at all, didn't really think he was going to even play, contribute much, but you know what, Dad? He has actually proven me wrong. He has been really scoring the ball at an efficient rate last night, actually, in the Lakers' win against the Cavs. We saw DJ Augustine knock down seven three-pointers, so, Dad, is DJ Augustine maybe uh, kind of our little secret weapon here? Well, Han, I don't know if I'd call him a secret weapon, but he has been a solid addition to the team since he joined. You know, he's a savvy veteran. Um, you know, he's good in, in, in the clutch. I mean, I, I don't think he's a guy that panics. And he can knock down three-point shots. I mean, that's why he's here. Frankly, I, I don't know if he can guard anybody. He's a very little guy. And, and, and so, again, Lakers are so bad on defense. But certainly when they need an offensive punch, he's been pretty good since he joined the team. And certainly he was great the other night. Listen, I don't think anyone can really guard anyone on this team, to be honest with you. So we just need someone to knock down some shots. And, you know, besides, obviously, LeBron and AD when he's been healthy, which has not been much at all, Malik Monk has really kind of been the only other guy, maybe Melo some games, who's been able to knock down some shots consistently. So it's definitely nice to have another player who surprisingly has, knock on wood, been pretty consistent since joining this team. So listen, he's only played in a, in a handful of games for us, so I'm not getting too excited, but I know Lakers Twitter is very excited about DJ Augustine, especially after that last performance. Again, seven three-pointers. So listen, Dad, I know we talked a little bit about this in the show last night, so I don't want to, you know, completely, 
you know, re-say everything we said. It's a little too early to tell. It was just one win. But it does seem like the Lakers in general, the last few games, last couple of weeks, have maybe figured out a little bit more, especially on the offensive end, seem like they have maybe maybe, maybe turned a slight corner, starting to figure things out. At least one could argue it looks like they're actually maybe enjoying themselves a little bit more than they were a few weeks prior. You know, Hannah, um, there certainly is some evidence to support that. If it weren't for the bad taste that was left in my mouth after that Wizards collapse in the fourth quarter, if they had won that game, they would have gone 3-1 and one on the road trip, which included wins over solid teams in Cleveland and Toronto. You know, but that that Wizards loss really, really upset me. And uh, but still, there is some evidence that you know maybe Vogel has finally set on a rotation on a starting lineup, and maybe they're getting a little consistency, and maybe they're playing a little better. I, I I'm curious to see tomorrow night when they play the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, who's going to guard Joel Embiid? I have no idea. We know the Lakers have no size. But aside from that, I'm kind of interesting to see how they play against a very good team. Yeah, I'm really curious to see as well because I think offensively at least, I have noticed some improvements. Defensively, the Lakers still have so much work to do. But listen, tomorrow night's going to be a very big test. Once again, uh, Joel Embiid and the Philadelphia 76ers are coming back home at Crypto.com Arena. It's going to be a great game. Laker Dad and I are obviously going to do the post-game show for that um, after the game is done. Hopefully, it's an exciting Laker victory, but we're just going to have to wait and see. I think that is uh, going to be it for tonight's show, though. Laker fam, let me know. Do you think LeBron James will lead the league in scoring once this season is over? And what do you think about Quinn Schneider maybe replacing Frank Vogel as the new Lakers head coach next season? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Thank you all so much for listening. And until tomorrow night, Laker Dad and Laker Hannah are out. Bye, everyone.